guys, what's up? Welcome to the first episode of Wealth 134. So, we're just going to get right into it. This is the first episode of basically a documenting podcast of my journey to becoming a millionaire. Um, I wanted to make this podcast because I not only wanted to build a community, but I also wanted to be able to share my wins and losses and what I'm learning so that um, when I look back at everything and people ask me questions and stuff like that, I can show them that I just want to be an example of if you work hard and you dedicate yourself and you visualize your goal, you can achieve it. As long as you know it's true, you can achieve it. Like the dream won't die unless you let it. And so I just want this to be proof. And not only proof, but just a, a, a guide. And so you can kind of see like, man, at 20, he was doing this, this, and that. Or at, when he was a kid, he did this, that, and that. And so, yeah, that's basically what I want to get, in, get into. And so um, this is the first episode. So we're just going to... I'm just going to tell you guys about me. Just get to know me and before we dive into any details like why I wanted you guys to know like that I'm not just BSing you like I'm focused on a goal and that's becoming a millionaire. And not like I don't keep it real with you keep it real with you. I say millionaire, but I'm thinking billionaire. And that's the honest truth. Cause I just full heartedly believe that if you shoot for the stars, you'll end up like, if you shoot for the moon, you'll end up in the stars. So like really like I tell people, yeah, I want to be a millionaire, but really I want to be a billionaire. Like that's just, that's just the fact of it. But, um, Let's get let's just get right into it. Let's just get to know me. My name is David Thompson. Uh, I'm 20 years old. I would be a sophomore in college. I still take college classes, but my focus isn't really on getting a degree. Um, I plan on earning my associates, but I'm not. I don't really have a strong timetable for that. I mostly use college. I go to a community college and I mostly use it to um, just learn things um, and being that being in that student setting and then also just getting to know people because um, you never know like in the future like really relationships are investments um, you never know what people are going to turn out to be or what they're going to do so um, it's I think it's really important to just make connections and because um, you never know in the future you could link up and do some great stuff. So I just think that's an important thing because um, when you're working with friends, like even if you're not friends, but just people you trust, then uh, it's easier to get stuff done. You're familiar with each other. And it's just uh, usually works out for everybody. You both have a common goal. Um, so basically, let's get into why I, when I started, having these dreams and aspirations like when does someone decide i want to be a billionaire 
or I want to be a millionaire. Um, for me personally, the f- I always knew I was going to be rich. Like there was never any doubt in my mind, and there still isn't any doubt in my mind that where I'm thinking I'm not going to be rich. And like I don't know, it's hard to explain because it's so like people a lot of people don't have the same mindset like they say it but like me I'm always thinking about it and thinking about ways and so for me um the earliest I can remember putting a plan into action was 6th grade when I got lunch money from my parents and instead of uh using it to buy lunch I would save the $3 like I would, like every single day I would get $3 and I would save the $3. I wouldn't even take it to school. I would just, as soon as I got the $3, I'd go back in my room, put it in my treasure chest. And basically, uh, I did that all throughout middle school, and I ended up saving like $2,000. And from like eighth to ninth grade, I kind of fell off with saving. You know, you go through like, I got a girlfriend, like you go, like I wasn't thinking about saving money. But I don't know what clicked in about like 10th grade. I I got a job and then I just when I started earning money real good, that mindset got kicked back in for me. I was like, I need to start saving. And so basically all throughout high school, I'm accumulating money, I'm saving it, I'm saving and I'm saving it. And honestly, I like I'm not gonna lie to you. Like I definitely had um, advantages because, like, the the fact of it is, you I grew up in a uh, two parent household, and uh, my father was what like was an entrepreneur, and so I was raised around the business mindset and being savvy and making smart decisions and sacrificing now for later and so it wasn't a foreign concept to me so what I was doing didn't seem like a big deal it just seems like natural like this is what you're supposed to do so that's one thing that kind of kept everything in perspective so no matter how much money I earned I was always like I need to get to the next next thousand like there was one point where like I had um, like $4,000 and like even now, like that's not, that's just not a lot of money in my mindset. Like I trained my mind to where like I, to not be satisfied, never be satisfied with the dollar amount that's in my bank account, no matter how high it got. And eventually in high school, my, the max I earned, I earned about like or I saved about like $15,000. And like that was probably, like I did a lot of stuff in high school. Like I played football, ran track, but honestly, like that was one of my greatest achievements because it just took a lot of discipline. Like there's a lot of temptations in high school, like to spend it on drugs or spend it on girls. And like, I still did those things, but I just did them on a budget. And so even though I learned a lot of discipline from sports, that was the discipline that I was most proud of myself for. And whenever I think back to, whenever I right now need some inspiration for discipline, I think back to uh, my middle school days and how I was sacrificing 
eating to save this money. Like, of course, like I would figure out ways to get food and stuff other than $3. But so there were some days where I just didn't have any options and I would just be stuck. And it was either use the $3 for food or save the money. And I would be like, you know what? I know I'm really going to need those $3 later. So I, I saved it. I just went ahead and saved it. Um, yeah, I, I think I owe the mindset a lot to my parents. I think they don't teach you about money in schools a lot. But I learned a lot from my dad. And a lot of people um, have bias when you have successful parents. They have bias towards you. There's like, you're not self-made, blah, blah, blah. But I mean... No one's really self-made. You get help from everybody. And and it's it's not... For me personally, what I had to deal with as I got older, like 18 to 20, was get off of the bandwagon of trying to be self-made. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. You're either successful or you're not. How you get there, it, it doesn't matter what others think about your success. It matters what you think. And so for me personally, um, and it's something I struggle with even now, because, you know, you as a man, you want to be able to depend on yourself. But at the same time, um, my grandfather and my grandmother sacrificed a lot to give my dad the opportunity to be successful. And, you know, he took it. He took their success because they, they were successful. They became successful so they could give him a better life. And so he took that success and brought it to a whole different level. And for me to just like ignore everything that he's built and not just him, but my mother, cause she's a, she's a pro bodybuilder, like to ignore everything that they've done, try to do it myself. It just kind of, it's, it's spitting in their face because they've done that so that they can give me every advantage. And so it's my duty to take every advantage that they can give me and take it to the next level so it's a little bit easier for my kids. And that's really how you build generational wealth. And a lot of people and, and people fall into the trap of, I got to do it myself, I got to do it myself. It, it's not easy. It's never going to be easy. So why are you going to make it harder? And that's just the truth. And people don't want to hear that. People are like, people will people who don't have it easy or will, people who don't have advantages will try to make other people feel guilty and feel like they aren't worth as much just because they had some advantages. It, you still have to put in work. It doesn't matter where you come from. You still have to put in work. And that's just how I feel about how I feel about that. And that's how I look at it. But um, another reason why I say that is because when I was in middle school, I was reading. Like my dad told me, he said, he said, like I, I would ask my dad how he got to where he was. Well, how did he get? do what he does. And he said he re he just kept reading. And so, you know, in, in middle school, I was reading, I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I read The Six Thinking Hats. I read um, Think and Grow Rich. I read Rich's Man in Babylon. And I still read that every year to this day because um, the lessons I learned from that book, like, like, cause, and that's another thing. I didn't always want to keep going to my dad. So I would just, I would ask him, what book should I read? He would tell me, and I would learn my lessons from those books. So, yes, the, it, there is an advantage to having uh, having parents who are successful, but there's also, no matter what, you have to do the work. Like My parents can't do the work for me. I just can only t 
take advantage of the knowledge that they've gained. And so, yeah, like I just, that's, that's just what I did. I took advantage of what was there. And so I, I read a lot in middle school. And so I learned like um, saving and the value of making your money work for you. And that was kind of the backbone of where like the, the, the foundation of what made me who I am right now. And let's get into that. So right now I'm 20 years old, uh, community college student. I work at, I work for a company called Marker Source, and we basically sell cell phones. Like I'm working in a, a what would you call it, nine to five. And it's pretty good, like $11 an hour. And get paid weekly and we make commission. And I really like it because it's teaching me how to sell. Like I like sales related jobs because customer service is where I thrive. Like I really enjoy people. I'm a very big people person. I'm an introvert. Like I can be alone. Like I'm recording this alone in my apartment right now and I love it. But um, I really enjoy helping people like genuinely. And so I knew that I wanted to be in some kind of sales that had to do with customer service. I wanted to be able to be into a product that would make people happy. And that's why uh, I'm also taking real estate classes. My real estate classes start March 30th. It's currently March 21st. So um, I already have my textbook, so I'm really excited. But sadly, um, they're online now because of coronavirus, which we'll get into probably next episode. But um, yeah, so I'm excited for that. And I chose real estate to be a real estate agent because um, as I was learning about credit and uh, other stuff, uh, YouTube is a big, big tool I used also because there's so many people who are already successful. So even away from my dad, like I want to watch other people who are successful. And so real estate was a big thing for me because so many millionaires are made from real estate. So it's just like, why not? There's so much to go around. It's it's a saturated field, but if you work hard enough, you can get into it. And it's just something that is easy to make generational. Like the real estate I collect, like I'm, it's going to be generational. Cause what my father does, he was a CEO of a tech company and that's not something that's generational, you know, like the money is, but that money could, when it gets passed down, could get blown through really quick. I'm trying to build, I feel like my purpose is to build the generational thing for our family. And so that's why, I'm going to get my real estate license so I can start selling real estate and then use all the money I make from that to start investing in real estate. And I'll get into that later because uh, that has to do with the money that I saved from middle school. But um, yeah, and then uh, what else about me? What else about me? I'm studying to become a real estate agent. I'm also studying to be a personal trainer. And I get that from my mom because uh, she's a personal trainer and a bodybuilder. And after I graduated high school, um, I was really sad. Like, I didn't have football anymore, which was a sport that I just really fell in love with. And I felt kind of lost because school just wasn't my thing. It just, I just, I can do school if I really put my head into it, but it just wasn't for me. Like, I wasn't feeling it. I just didn't have any motivation to do it. And so um, I just decided one day, I just looked in the mirror, and I was just like, I was sick and tired of being sick and tired of looking the way I look. So I just started hitting the gym. February 2nd, 
2019, I just started hitting the gym, and I've never looked back since. It's now 2020. It's been a year. Um, I'm currently in preparation. I want to be able to compete this year, get that experience, and then after that, start bulking up and get bigger because uh, my goal for that, my fitness journey, is I want to be able to be a physique champion and um, one of my side hustles to be a personal trainer to people online and so uh, and, and start a personal training brand. And so um, with that is a lot of studying. Um, and I just want to just mastering that craft. Versatility is just a, a big thing for me as well. Like, I don't want to just be whatever I want. I want to be everything I want. You know what I mean? And uh, so personal training and fitness is just something that I fell in love with. And so I'm definitely trying to turn that into a money-making tool. Um, my goals. Let's go into my goals. So basically, my end goals, my end result is I want to be a top real estate agent. I want to be as good as I can be at being a real estate agent. Um, and then and, and then use that and leverage that into becoming a world-class real estate investor and be able to generate a large part of my income from that. Uh, my athletic goals are to be able to become a Mr. Olympia. I really want to become a Mr. Olympia. And not only that, I want to be a professional football player. And so with that, uh, I'll probably, I'm 20 right now. When I turn 21, I'm going to, in 2021, I'm going to uh, be training until then to be able to try out for a team and play for them and also use that income to start investing. Um, basically, I'm going, I want to be an investor. So that goes into stocks, real estate. Um, maybe I always think about um, different kind of companies. I've thought about vending machines, uh, Plato's closets, other kinds of stores, just kind of to diversify who I am as a businessman. One thing I've also thought about is basically owning my own football team. That's another dream of mine as well. And like, like I said earlier, like I don't just want to be what I want. I want to be everything I want. So I want to be as versatile as possible and so that I never have to be bored. You know, I never want to be bored with what I'm doing. I want to always be have a fast-paced life on to the next thing every day to be different. And that's really, that's really my goal. And, and the reason I'm starting this podcast and just to get back to it is I just want to share that experience with you guys, like whoever's listening. I just want to show and share that if you believe in yourself, even though, even though a lot of you are probably like, David, that's too many things. You're going to blah, blah, blah. It's crazy. If you know what you want, and you write your goals down, you think about your goals every day, you visualize it, you see it, it'll happen. 
if I, even with this podcast, I was deathly afraid to start this podcast, but I decided I needed to do it because if I try for 10 years at this podcast, eventually it'll, it'll become something because I'm not that bad, <laughs> you know, I'm not that terrible. And I'm probably going to look back at this first episode and be like, yo, David, that was trash. And you're probably thinking it right now, but I have to try. I won't let my fear of being judged by other people define who I am and decisions I make. And yeah, so I'm super excited to bring you guys on onto this journey. And yeah, thank you for listening. Um, you can follow me on, you can follow uh, my Instagram account for this podcast at wealth one wealth dot one thirty four, and then I'm gonna be making the Twitter soon as well. And I I go back and forth on whether we're gonna make this into a visual thing, but hopefully um we'll be able to have guests on. Like, there's a lot of people that I know, and like I feel like you guys could really would really enjoy hearing speak. And so if you really if you liked if you want to continue on this journey with me, please leave a review. Please leave a five-star rating. Uh, thank you for listening, and have a wonderful day.